Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Chris from PickDogs and SportsChatPlace.com. It's Friday, August 12th, 2022. Got NFL preseason action, Major League Baseball action. Got a full card. Um, boy, I was looking at tomorrow, you know, 30 videos or something. I was looking, I'm looking at it right now and counting it. It's a full schedule. Yeah. Did um, I even did a NFL parlay video. It's definitely preseason for me too. But how about those Baltimore Ravens? One more time. It's like, how about like the non-believers in the Ravens? Like the people that just keep betting against them. It's like, it's too obvious. It's too easy. <laughs> it's, I think it's too easy. I don't want to win like that. No. It's betting against Justin Verlander with the with the Oakland A's or just trying to be the right the, the person that's on the right the the other side the one time that they're right. Yeah. Anyways, got like I said, tons of games today. What do we have? Eight six NFL games today? Uh I think four? Four or five. No, I think there's six. Is there? I don't know. Take a look. I definitely did at least three um, videos for. Today. I did. I did. Yeah, five today. So. Anyways, got um. That and 14 Major League Baseball games. I guess the Reds and the Cubs aren't playing today. After. I know they're going back to Cincinnati. Oh, because traveling from Iowa to Cincinnati <laughs> is much further than traveling from, like, Los Angeles to Miami and teams play the next day in games like that, right? Um, I don't know. Just doesn't make much sense, does it? Not getting any sympathy from you, huh? No, I don't understand it. You know? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense at all. But uh, got good amount of action. And uh, what would you think of uh, the other game, the Patriots and the Giants? You know what? I thought it was interesting that Matt Patricia and Joe Judge were splitting play calling duties, but. You know, she I'm knows what she can do. Going into the season thinking that and you know, today she's, she's going to show off. I was hoping that that was at least going to be the backup for Mac Jones because I like what Zab could do. I've never been a Brian Hoyer fan in the four times he's been with New England, but you know it'd be interesting to see what Bill Belichick does going forward in terms of play calling and the backups for the uh, the Giants last night actually looked capable. They showed some fight and um, ended up getting the win on that late field goal. So you know, good on them, but. Uh, now we'll have to see if it translates to the regular season. I mean, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge both had their chances, you know, to be head coaches, and both were absolutely hideous. I mean, yeah. hideous of hideous. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I think the Patriots are going nowhere this season fast. I thought Tyrod Taylor looked really good for the Giants. I think we'll probably see plenty of him this season. Um. I don't know. Outside of that, a lot of guys that I'm not sure who the hell they even are. <laughs> it's still week one preseason. Yep, and I think we're going to see more of that tonight. 
as we uh, get into these games. Got the... So just a heads up for tomorrow. Tomorrow we're heading back to the old style to the old style of um, the way we the way we've done the morning shows on the weekends in the past, where it's just um, we just have one guest at a time instead of doing the full roundtable. Because I think that um, you know it just makes it easier for people to not have to commit the entire day, you know, to being there. And you know, I think there's long pauses and stuff which make it a little difficult for me. So, anyways, we'll get to the first couple games here. We got the Lions and the Falcons and the Jags and the Browns. Deshaun Watson in action, Chris. And the uh, the Browns said he is going to see a little bit of playing time today, despite uh, all this hubbub that's going around off the field but I still like the under 36 and a half in that game more than anything mainly because I think you're only going to see Brown, uh, Watson for one or two series and after that the backup play for the Browns not inspiring we already saw the Jacksonville Jaguars and you know what their backups will do I know Doug Peterson sort of uh, tried to rally the troops and, and get a late score against the uh, the Raiders in that Hall of Fame game they still only put up 11 points in that game and just across the board I think it's a, a lot of disappointing uh disappointing depth for these two so i like the under 36 and a half there and i lean towards the lions uh, on the money line here the atlanta falcons have some interesting pieces you know they got desmond ritter who could end up starting for the falcons at some point this season but uh i just think you know the lions are, are kind of feeling themselves right now you know you watch some of those episodes of hard knocks and you know, they're see, you're seeing what this team does behind the scenes. I think that there is a lot to like about this Lions team this season, especially Aiden Hutchinson. So give me the uh, the Lions on the money line here. Yeah, it's for me. Um, I just think that um, I like the over in the in the Jaguars against the Browns. I just think Deshaun Watson has a lot to prove. And I think there's some other guys in the Browns that are competing for, for playing time. I just think they have a lot there. And I think the Jaguars realized that maybe a couple fumbles, a couple other bad plays, and, you know, they could have probably had a different result last week. And my guess is they're going to be a little bit tighter. Um, I don't mean, like, tighter, like, you know, tight as a vice type tight. I mean, like, tighter in, as far as execution goes um, this week offensively, and I expect them to convert on uh, more scoring chances. So I like the over in that one. But, you know, it's preseason. Who the hell knows? We go to our next slot of games, and um, this one, three beauties. We got the Eagles against the Jets. We've got the Bengals against the Cardinals. And um, we've got the 49ers against the Packers. Um, Chris, anything in these three just can't wait to see him games <laughs> the only thing i liked here was the uh, the philadelphia eagles i know you know once once you pull jalen hurts out of the game you know there is a a, a little bit of a, a a drop off but there's no there's no more you know massive drop off for me than taking zach wilson out and putting in joe flacco or mike white as your starting quarterback you know the uh the eagles still have gardner Minshew who has been a capable, you know, he's proven he can win football games. And even in the preseason, I think he's just, you know, the better option, you know, of the backups. You, know, you still got guys, you look at the, the depth for the Eagles at receiver, they still got guys like Jalen Rieger, you know, uh, Zach Paschal. I think these, these are guys that are going to be able to, to help score on the, uh, on the Jets here. I, I want no part of the Jets preseason, regular season. So uh, give me the Philadelphia Eagles in this one. 
for me, I like the 49ers here against the Packers. I think, you know, Aaron Rodgers has made it clear that, you know, this is just not important for him. And, um, you know, he doesn't even want to be part of it. I think that um, I also like the Bengals here against the Cardinals. I think that, um, you know, this is the first time the Bengals have been back in Cincinnati uh, since that, you know, Super Bowl, which really, you know, came down to a, a judgment call, which, you know, I thought it was a bad call. It was inconsistent with the with the rest of the game, and of course, you know they, when they went when they won the AFC Championship, that was not at home either. So, um, you know, it's been a while since the Bengals have been home, and I expect the crowd to at least kind of be excited about it, at least for the first five minutes. So, I think you know that excitement probably does it, and you know, I, I'm not sold on the Cardinals this year. That's for sure. Well, what do you got for premium picks today? Well, for me, I've got my uh, my fifteen dollar pickoff play. Uh, looking to bounce back today, and uh, I still also got that fifteen dollar play as part of my Fastball Friday three pack for forty bucks a pick dogs premium. But use that promo code OG fifteen get fifteen percent off your purchase at Pick Dogs. I absolutely love today's uh, ba- baseball card. I've got my fifteen dollar big play, and I've got a five pack. For forty nine bucks, on top of that, I I love this card. So um, I've had I've had a rough go of it, but the last week I've actually kind of put some things together. Didn't win yesterday. I lost four three um, at the Orioles, but um, overall it's been my first reasonable week in a while, and um, I could feel I'm putting it back together with baseball. And I think. With football, I've been treading lightly. There's a few games that I really like, but it's week one of the preseason, so it makes it a little tough. Um, I would say that I would say of the you know of those um, the 49ers is probably the one that I like the best of all of them. Anyways, we go to Major League Baseball action for today, and 14 game card got the Marlins taking on the Braves. Paulo Lopez on the mound. Got uh, Corey Abbott and Mike Clevenger in the Washington-San Diego game. And then Jose Barrios at minus 162 against the Guardians who are 7-3 in their last 10 games. If you can make any sense of that. <laughs> yeah, I know. And all of a sudden in first place in the AL Central, I think, as well. But... Uh... I like the under seven in that uh, in that Braves Marlins game. The Marlins for me still can't, you know, put any consistent offense together to speak of. And the thing is, though, I, I do like Pablo Lopez matching up against this Braves lineup. The Braves can hit, but they also swing and miss a lot. And Lopez has some good stuff. It's just a matter of executing. I know he's been bat around a little bit in his last couple of starts, but I think this is just a low scoring game. I don't think the Marlins are going to do nearly enough to help us push this one over the total. So, uh, so give me the under seven in that one. And I, I like the Toronto Blue Jays here. Uh, Jose Barrios, th- that start getting postponed on Wednesday might have been the best thing to happen for Toronto with Barrios on the hill because he's a completely different pitcher at home. They've won 13 straight starts by Barrios. He's got a, an ERA under three at home compared to his uh, seven and a half ERA on the road. And I just think this is far where the Toronto Blue Jays who play far better at home get another win. So uh, give me the Toronto Blue Jays. For me, all the value here is on the Nationals. I know it's like a nearly impossible situation, and tomorrow's even worse. But 
I think all you got to do is win one game of this series, you know, so you just take a shot with 100 bucks on them three times, and if you hit one of the three, you're in plus money. If you hit two of the three, it's Yahtzee, you know? So it's like, and we're talking about the San Diego Padres here. We're not talking about a good team. We're talking about a joke team, right? So you know, why not? So I would say all the value here is on the Nationals. Pablo Lopez not tipping his pitches last time out, but, you know, the Marlins, as far as stringing wins together, not something they've been doing plenty of. And, um, yeah, Jose Barrios at minus 160, maybe – <laughs> with maybe maybe with somebody else's money, I still wouldn't do it. It's like I love it with your money, but with my money, it's an insult. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It just to me, it's this is just craziness. You know, we're at that time of the time of the season. You know, where we're going to see bad, bad odds and bad games, and you know, good odds and good games. We go to our next set of games. We got the Mets and the Phillies. Got the White Sox and the Tigers and the Red Sox and the Yankees. Yeah, the only one I'm, I'm digging here right now is the uh, the under seven between the uh, the Phillies and the Mets. You know, Ranger Suarez, you know, he's had his issues, but he does pitch a lot better on the road. Six and one with a sub three ERA, and Max Scherzer a sub two ERA on the season. If you wanted to go first five, you could do that as well. But I think this one stays under the number full game. I think we've got a pitcher's duel brewing here. Three to two, whichever way you have it going. So give me the under seven Phillies Mets. Yeah, I like I like the Mets here. Um, seems almost too easy. So I'm going to tread a little lightly on that one. I think the White Sox, um, you know, just have been playing terrible. So it's just tough to buy into them. And, of course, you know, the Red Sox, Yankees, the Red Sox are just not a good team, and you just can't expect much from them. I know the Yankees have not been playing well. Two and eight in their last ten um, for the Yankees now, seventy-one and forty-one. You know they've been playing terrible. They're thirty games over five hundred. It's, it's, it's just you, there was no way they could maintain the pace. You know that they were that they were that they were at. So it's like you know regression to the mean. Is, is all that's going on there. And it's like, you know, the run that they had just lends itself to these big things. They, they're they not going to win 120 games. You know, it's not going to happen. And that was the pace that they were on. Now it would take, you know, they'd have to win. Now they're more in line as they'd have to win um, 50 in a row, you know, to, to win 120, you know, after going two and eight. So... I don't think it's going to happen. Or 49. They'd have to win 49 um, in a row. 49 and 1. They'd have to finish to win 120. I like the (laughs) won't go. (laughs) Under, Under 48 and a half wins in their next 50. Um, let's see what we got. Let's finish this. Got the Rays, Orioles, Rangers, Mariners, and Royals, Dodgers. I'm going to go to the Seattle Mariners here with our amigo Jorge Kirby here. I just think that the Mariners, the the better team here, the Texas Rangers just 
keep finding ways to lose baseball games. Mariners also, you know, 11-2 and two against the Rangers this season. They've had their number, and, and this looks like a bullpen game for the Rangers. I think the uh, the Mariners come into this one with a vengeance and uh, get a victory for, for, for George Kirby here at a decent price, all things considered. So give me the, uh, the Mariners. I was going to take the, the Baltimore Orioles. I think that, you know, yesterday was a bit of an aberration. I think uh, Austin Voth, you know, well, yeah, I at least have bashed him in the past when he's with the Nationals. He's starting to, he's starting to, to, you know, really strengthen a spot in this Orioles rotation. Even though he's been a four-inning guy, five-inning guy at best for a lot of the season, <clears throat> I think he can keep the Orioles in this game. I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I can't get a read on this Rays team, and I think that the Baltimore Orioles just playing some, still some fantastic ball over the last month. Uh, get the win here and some nice plus money. So give me the Baltimore Orioles in that one. Yeah, I like the Orioles as well. You know, they lost last night in the game. They were down 3 nothing, came back, tied it at 3. Um, they had a chance to take the lead right then and there. Then they I, – I hate – what I hate is when there's two outs, they change the pitcher, and the next pitcher comes in in the first pitch, he gives up the go-ahead run. And that's exactly what the Orioles did. We haven't seen a lot from the, of that from them this season. You know, we just haven't. And, um, you know, but, uh, but, um, you know, I don't, we haven't seen it in bunches. It'll be interesting to see, um, if, if, uh, you know, how they bounce back from that. And of course this one, you know, this is a big one. You know, this is big because these are two teams competing in the American league where, you know, every game is going to count in this wild card race. And, you know, as we look at the wild card race in the American league, the Rays are on the inside looking out and the Orioles on the outside looking in see exactly how many games it is. So I don't misspeak. So the Orioles are one game out from the Mariners, but they're, it's what it is. It's two games in the win column. They're tied in the loss column and they're two games back in the loss column from the Rays but one and a half back in the standings. So that means that they have just one in the win and two in the loss um, behind the Rays. The Rays have three games more that they've played than the Orioles. And then the Blue Jays, two games ahead of the, of the, of the three games ahead of the, of the Orioles. So nothing is decided. Then you go back to the White Sox and the Red Sox, you know, with the big series here against Boston can claw their way back in, or in, against the Yankees could cl- possibly claw their way back into it. So um, anyways, I think, uh, I don't know. I think the Orioles stick it together here. Grab the, grab the win. I don't love the way Klu- Kluber's pitched. Josh Sabors, what do you know about this guy? <laughs> Not the much. And journeyman reliever. No, there's not much else of a, a book on him. He's been decent, I, though, in his last several appearances. Yeah. Hasn't given, hasn't given up a, a what, an earned run in, it's like five in a row. Against Jorge Kirby. It is... Uh, It is Doce de August. <laughs> Got the Astros and the A's, the Cardinals and the Brew Crew, and the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. I'm going to wear my honorary sombrero for, for Jorge Kirby. But uh, 
I like the the uh, the over eight and a half in that A's Astros game. I, the Astros just again in that no fly zone for me for for the price even on the run line and. Oakland, you know, has already shown that they can beat the Astros. I don't know if they'll do it here with Adam Aller on the mound. And Aller's been just dreadful for much of this season. I think the Astros tee off on him today. But Luis Garcia has been getting hit in his last few starts as well. I think this is going to finish closer to nine, maybe ten runs. So give me the over in that uh, Astros A's game. And I like the under eight and a half. Sorry, under eight and a half, under twelve in that uh, in the Diamondbacks and Colorado Rockies game. You know, I, I so a lot of times just like going against the over just because the games at Coors Field, the Rockies are one of the most profitable under teams last season. They've been playing pretty well to the under this season at home. And Antonio Senzatella does pitch far better at home for the Rockies. The ERA just over four compared to his ERA up over six uh, on the road this season. And Zach Davies just threw five shutout innings against the uh, against the Rockies in his last start. I think this is one that stays in single digits. Maybe he gets to 10 runs, but I don't see it getting to 12. So give me the under between the Rockies and D-backs. I like the D-backs in this spot. Stringing together wins is not something the Rockies have done. Seven in a row um, following a win. They have been on the wrong side of it. I don't know. The Cardinals uh, kind of putting the hammer down here, but it's really only a half game lead. It's one win, one in the win column. is all that they're ahead of the Brewers at this point. And, of course, we got the big one tomorrow in that series with Wainwright going against Corbin Burns. Um, and there's some big ones tomorrow, you know, and that's, that one takes a backseat to none of them. And then, you know, for the Astros, is this Luis Garcia's last start, you know, of the season? I tend to believe that it might be. Um, they have Lance McCullers Jr., who they, they've been so good. We haven't even talked about that. This guy's been out the whole <laughs> season, you know, um, that's how good the Astros have been. It's like. Right, no, the way Javier has stepped up and the way that Framber has stepped up, it's like we haven't even talked about McCullers Jr. You know, it's like we, it was like, wait, he's he's still on the varsity, so he comes back tomorrow. It's like, man, I'm not gonna lie, when you were saying that and you're like Luis Garcia's last start in the rotation, I almost said, well, who's gonna step up and take his spot? And I completely forgot about McCullers Jr. Yeah, it's like we totally forgot about this guy. Former first-round draft choice, 15th pick overall. Um, certainly has delivered over the years. I mean, certainly it's, it's, a nice th- it's a nice thing to have when your team has played this well, you know, without him. Um, you know, because now Framber Valdez and Javier, you know, and now you add McCullers Jr. with, Ver- with Verlander. It's rounding into form, you know. And now you say, wow, the Astros didn't acquire a big pitcher at the break. Well, Maybe they didn't need to. So, I don't know. I think they beat the crap out of the A's of Adam Aller. Minus 335. Just, if you guys want to get a premium pick on that, go get Ben Burns' pick. I'm sure I'll sell you that. Minus 335 for 50 bucks or whatever. He sells it non-guaranteed for 50 bucks. <laughs> Something like that. Um, I think we both passed on the Dodgers game. I just don't see anything there. Um, I don't think we we didn't talk about the Dodgers. You have anything to say about the Dodgers, Gonzalez and Daniel Lynch? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I still like the Dodgers run line in that game. It, they, they've just been on a tear. I think they've outscored opponents sixty-three to twenty-two in August, and 
think Gonzalez, you know, even if he pitches half decent, I think it's going to be more than enough. I don't think Daniel Lynch stops the uh, stops the Dodgers here. Yep. Anyways, got the Giants and the Pirates and the Angels and the Twins. Yeah, I uh, I, I like the uh, the under in the first five between the uh, the Pirates and Giants. You know, uh, Carlos Rodon, you know, his last couple starts has really come come on strong. I think he's I think he's gone fifteen innings, uh, allowing just one run. Um, either way, he's had I know he's had a couple dominant outings last time out since that sort of blow up in the dugout. But uh, Bryce Wilson hasn't actually pitched all that bad for the for the Pirates. The reason I'm going first five, though, is because these have been two of the worst bullpens in the majors over the last month. And uh, take the full game under. I think you're going to be sitting on the edge of your seat once the, once the bullpens get involved here. But I think first five eliminates a lot of that uh, a lot of that headache. And I think uh, I think we get the under the first five in this one. Anyways, I like the um, I like the Giants here. Bryce Wilson's been terrible, and um, yeah, Patrick Sandoval. You know the Angels six and four in their last ten, and the Twins. It's a deceptive four and six. I think sometimes when you see teams and you see the record, um, you know they've lost three in a row, but it was against the Dodgers. So it's like, or they lost two in a row against Dodgers, and then they played four against the Blue Jays, which they split. So, you know, the Twins have had a really tough schedule recently. It was Padres, Tigers, then um, Blue Jays, Dodgers. So, you know, you look at the Angels' schedule, you know, Oakland twice, and then Seattle sandwiched in between who they split with. But, you know, all those wins that you see them have against Oakland 5-4 they beat um, Sears Caprillion Cole Irvin so I'm less than sold on the Angels here anyways what do you got for parlay all right, probably today I'll go with the uh, the Seattle Mariners on the money line, the under twelve between the Diamondbacks and Rockies, and the Philadelphia Eagles on the money line. I'm gonna take the um, I'm gonna take the Dodgers, the Nationals, and the. Dodgers, Nationals, and the 49ers. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you.